Good Friday morning to you. Welcome to the Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer, and it's uh, good to have you with us for the program today. How the heck are you? It's Friday. Did we mention that? Yes. That's worth a round of applause. Oh, yes. I love Fridays. Anyway, welcome to the program. This is where we discuss current events, news, and whatever the heck we want to talk about today because, well, we push all the buttons here. And so jump on in here and talk with us by giving us a call or a text on Brew Line. That's 918-756-3646. 918-756-3646. Lock it in. Memorize it. Put it on your speed dial. Okay. Well, anyway, it's 805. Good morning to you. Welcome to the program. How are you? I hope you're doing extremely well today, and I'd love to hear from you. So, again, text or call. You can text in, you know, whatever you want to text. People text in articles, and they text in comments to the, what we're talking about, memes, and uh, sometimes jokes, and sometimes whatever. Okay? So, it's there for you. Again, 918-756-3646. The show is podcast. We put it out there on the podcast world, podcast places. It's called Brewer's Briefing when you search for it, and it's on Apple and Spotify and Google and all those places, and we put it on the website as well, which is listentothebrew.com. That's the website address. And today, we're going to be talking about the good Senator Mullen at 840, so you want to definitely be around for that. we got questions, and we'll see how that goes. Okay, so that's again 840 today. Senator Mullen going to be talking to us here on the Brewers Breathing. First, let's take a look at the weather and see what we have. we got rain. How many of you want more rain? <laughs> Isn't this crazy in the middle of July getting rain like we're getting? It's going to rain today. 86 for the high temperature today. A 60% chance of rain, but I'm telling you, on the radar, it's coming. Looks like to me it's a 100% chance of rain unless it just falls apart before it gets to uh, green country. So anyway, rain is it's in the center part of the state. We'll look at that radar here coming up in just a second. 86 today for the high, 69 overnight. Rain continues. Tomorrow, rain. 86 Sunday, rain. A 50-50 chance on Sunday. 86 for the high. Next week, let's see what Monday's looks like. It's going to start warming back up. Rain's gone. Sunshine on Monday in 89. Tuesday, what, 88. A slight chance of rain. 94 on Wednesday with sunshine and 93 on Thursday. Let's see what temperatures are around the state because I want to know. We have 60s in the Panhandle, some lower 60s out in Boise City and Goodwill. And where's the hottest spot? Ida Bell's at 75. No, we got that beat at Medill, 78. That's going to be the hottest temperature right there. Anyway. So the radar says what? Where is the rain? Rain is uh, Stillwater's getting hammered right now. Guthrie, Edmonds fixing to get it. Oklahoma City, it's all in the center part of the state. Even Elk City got rain. Looks like Hobart, Lawton fixing to get hammered. Chickasha's fixing to get it. So anyway, it's, it's moving across the state. Actually, it could go south. I still think Okmogee's going to get it. It's not terrible. It's just rain. Anyway, it looks like it's heading that way. And we'll see what happens. What do we got here on the Wendy Chevy text line? By this, by, I want to say thanks to Wendy Chevy for sponsoring the text line. Wendy Chevy is, uh, is, 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 is back. I don't know how I should say it. Uh, talk to the owner, Tony Booth, out there. He's ready to make some changes. He wants your business back. He's doing some crazy stuff, like a $30 oil change for a gasoline vehicle. Uh, and a $60 oil change for diesel. That is a ridiculous price. And to top that all off, if it's not done in an hour, you don't even pay for it. You get it for free. Anyway, that's happening out there. Windy Chevrolet here on the north side of Okmulgee on Highway 75. The Windy Chevy text line. That's what we got going on now. So anyway, Fayroy has texted in. Ladies and gentlemen, Fayroy is with us today. Good morning, sir. Welcome to the program. David is also here. Let's see what David, he's just texting in here. See what was that right now. Good morning, David. All right, good morning to you. I like those good mornings. That's just always nice. We have our own little friendship and little community here. You know, people that come in and text, good morning. Mom is there, whether she texts or not. She's always present in the audience. So good morning, mother. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, what's happening in news? Let's jump into it and see what we got today. We have some COVID news. I was reading this this morning from Dr. James Thorpe, MD. Listen to this. This is uh, something else. That's why I saved it for you. He says, this is on Twitter, my 44 years of OB experience and my vast published experience, 221 articles, including 48 on COVID-related topics, allow me to be certain. I'm willing to bet my life on it, and I offered to debate anyone in the world for the last three years. Nobody to date has the ethical, moral, and intellectual integrity to debate me. And there's mom. Yes, I'm here. Pushing the lethal mRNA vaccines in my pregnant patients constitutes the greatest violation of ethics in the history of humanity. The danger signals emanating from VAERS and a myriad of other sources globally are unprecedented. The danger signals from my vast experience of seeing nearly 27,500 patients in the last four and a half years are unprecedented. He continues, the medical industrial complex, HHS, CDC, FDA, ABOG, ACOG, SMFM, I don't know what those all are, sounds like a radio station, are all corrupt to the core as are their journals. They are likely bribed by the $13 billion dispensed by Mark Weber, Department of Secretary HHS, through the newly created COVID-19 Community Corporation, which was established in March of 2021. So they're being bought off. And he continues on, the American College of OBGYN, that's the ACOG, was a founding member and have taken vast amounts of bribe monies from the CCC, not allowing them to deviate from the deadly HHS CDC narrative. Again, it's all about the narrative. It's about the money. It's about the power. And it's about other things like population control. He said, what has changed? Nobody in the entire world would have condoned pushing a highly novel experimental gene therapy in pregnancy 10 years ago, and it would have been considered malpractice and may have resulted in criminal charges, likely including jail time. It would have been considered patently absurd. Yet the ban plays on. Not egregious enough. The Pfizer 3.5.6 internal document 2.28 of 21 reported 1,223 deaths just after less than 10 weeks of the rollout of the vaccine, the most lethal medical intervention ever. Yet this was buried and Pfizer attempted to hide this information from you and I for 75 years. Remember that? So this guy's laying it out there. He's a doctor, been practicing 44 years. And he, and this is, this is, it seems to me like anybody with any common sense, even a tiny little old mustard seed of common sense would have thought if I'm pregnant, I probably shouldn't take this. I mean, it's experimental. It's, and yet people did. And now we have high, high numbers of children being born with heart defects. So it's, it's shocking to me, honest to God. It really is. I mean, I, uh, I feel horrible for these people that they were, you know, whatever, coerced, propagandized to believe in their government, no matter what, that they had to take this stuff. And, and now they're suffering the consequences. It's just terrible. It's, it's. And it's sad that people would do this kind of stuff. I mean, I remember the CDC pushing this to pregnant women. It's safe, safe, it's going to be fine, going to be fine. And so they just, okay, they wouldn't lie to us. Why would they do that? Okay. And then comes back later. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Anyway, um, that's, that's out there. I, I think it's unbelievable. All right, let me see. What do we got coming in? I got stuff coming in on the windy Chevy text line. I'm trying to see what it is. Stand by one. Opening, opening the URL. What is this? Uh, cocaine in the White House. Yeah, this is old news. This was, this was days ago. But we have information about that. 
All right. So we're going to be talking about that. So stand by. Stand by. Oh, we got something else here on the Wendy Chevy text line. What is it? Let me see. Coming in. Opening. Opening. Stand by. <laughs> Whose nose candy was found in the West Wing of the cubby hole? Yeah, we know who's, whose nose candy it was, don't we? Unbelievable. We, we got that in here somewhere, I think. I think we've got that in here somewhere for you. Um, let's see. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Right here is part of it. Kyle Becker calling out the Secret Service is being called out over major problems with the White House's cocaine story. <laughs> Okay, and so we have White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre on Wednesday downplayed the incident and stated that the administration had no official comment on the matter. We don't know. I, the white powder found out it was cocaine. We don't know. We're clueless about how this got in here. A political report on Wednesday cited the law enforcement official claimed it was unlikely that the suspect would ever be found. <laughs> <laughs> but one official familiar with the investigation cautioned that the source of the drug was unlikely to be determined given that it was discovered in a highly trafficked area of the West Wing. Yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen of the Brewski tribe, let's, let's just pause for a moment. Now we're talking about the White House, okay? You're going into the White House and you know... There's going to be security at the front door. I mean, you got to go through security, all kinds of security. They're going to be, they're going to be patting you down. Probably. I don't know if they have drug dogs or not, but you know, well, they've got cameras everywhere. Cameras upon cameras, looking at the cameras. They have to have, <laughs> come on, man. Don't try to play us all for complete idiots. Some of us are, but some of us are not. They're smart people in the audience, and they can't all be stupid. There's cameras watching, and yeah, they know who it is. Anyway, they're trying to say that they have no idea. Look, this is the same people that have found everybody within a you know square mile of the Capitol on January 6th and put them in jail. I mean, <laughs> anybody that even watched it on television... They got you, and yet they cannot see that. I, we just don't know. It's so busy in there. We have no idea who probably put that cocaine. We just, it's a lot of people coming and going. <laughs> we have no idea who slipped that in the cubby hole right there. We know. Hey, over here, we, we have an idea. Anyway, the small amount of cocaine was found in a cubby area for storing electronics, Within the West Wing basement entry into the West Wing, where many people have been authorized access, including staff, visitors. Ah, so many people. It's going to be very difficult for us to find out <laughs> But uh, people want to know. So we've got James Comer. He's the House Oversight Chair. James Comer sent a letter to the Secret Service Director, Kimberly Cheadle. Cheadle, Cheadle, Cheadle. On Friday, requesting a briefing. After cocaine was found at the White House over the weekend. In a statement, Comer called the incident unacceptable and shameful moment and that it is, as well as the evacuation, now clearly raises concerns about the level of security maintained at the White House. So Comer's trying to get on top of this. Like, hey, yay, we need some answers here. We need details and we need some answers. This is alarming development requires a committee to assess White House security practices and determine whose failures led to an evacuation of the building and finding of the illegal substance. Right? And they're going to slow walk it and slow play it and go, we don't know. We're trying to find out, but we just have no idea. I saw some headline of Dan Bongino. How many of you know Dan Bongino? Dan Bongino was a Secret Service agent for a minute and does a talk show now. And he said, there is zero chance that this cocaine could have got by security without, you know, privileges from the family. Like, okay, this is Hunter. This is the president's boy. He's going to get a pass going in Hunter. We're not going to pat you down. He said, there was no chance. Anybody else would have got this in there, but, but Hunter, I mean, 
shoot, dog. Isn't it something? Unbelievable. So that's uh, it's been investigated. I don't know if we'll ever get to any bottom of that deal or not, but it is being investigated right now. All right, let me let me go over here and check the Windy Chevy text line. See stuff coming in here. Uh, wasn't the first story that came out that it was found in the library in living quarters of the first family? Yeah, I, you know, you know how it is. Conflicting stories. It was in the library in the cubby done by the professor with the rope. <laughs> Isn't that how the clue game went back in the day? And so now I don't know. I don't know where you know. Which is I don't know. I guess it's probably. Not a moot point, but come on. There's there, there's going to be surveillance of all this, and yet they'll... Where, speaking of surveillance, speaking of surveillance, where is the... How many hours did we have? 13,000 hours of surveillance video that uh, Speaker McCarthy was going to release to the public of, of January 6th. Anybody heard about that lately? Anybody? Anybody? Let me see. No. Mm -mm. Mm. Just it's just disappeared. Like we were gonna watch all this, and it was gonna kind of be revelatory. And I don't know. I haven't seen anything about it, or heard anything about it. Yeah, you know, the news cycle now. We're moving on to other things. <clears throat> so anyway, that's that's weird. Speaking of surveillance, where Washington man? I don't know about it. I don't know. What else do we have happening in news? I'm going to try to play this for you and see if it'll echo. I'm, I'm hoping for once in my life this will not echo. There's an interview here with Dr. Jordan B. Peterson and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I haven't seen the whole interview. This is a minute and 32-second clip of why Mr. Kennedy got into the race now. And, and, oh, that's going to oh, echo. echo. Doo -doo. Doo -doo. Hang on, let me turn my mic off and see if it does. What made you decide to throw your hat in the ring for the presidency at this point? Well, I saw the country going in a direction and my political party going in a direction that was very troubling to me. I felt like, um, like the Democrats kind of got derailed and became the party suddenly and mysteriously of war. When they were always skeptical of the military-industrial complex, uh, they became the party of censorship, which is abhorrent to every definition of liberalism. They became the party of fear, which is against our, you know, traditions. It became the the party of the neocons, which again was antithetical. It became the party of Wall Street. Uh, uh, President Biden has surrounded himself with. Wall Street. And, and okay, Dolores okay. tells Dolores me that y'all can't hear any of that. that. That's dead air. Really? Because I was just going to town on that interview. You guys were enjoying a great little interview there. Was that dead? Come on now. It shows that it was re recorded. Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, shoot. All right. I got other sources, people. Yeah, it's dead. Babe said, even, even the bride said it's dead. All right, stand by. I've got this here. What it is, I want to play this clip for you. It's with, uh, again, Peterson and Robert Kennedy Jr. And it's why he got into the race. Now, I, I've got some things against Mr. Robert Kennedy Jr. we're going to talk about. But we'll play this for you first, and then we'll go into that. Okay, let's try this method. What made you decide to throw your hat in the ring for the presidency at this point? Well, I saw the country going in a direction and my political party going in a direction that was very troubling to me. I felt like um, like the Democrats kind of got derailed and became the party suddenly and mysteriously of war when they were always skeptical of the military-industrial complex. Uh, they became the party of censorship, which is abhorrent to every definition of liberalism. They became the party of fear, which is against our, you know, traditions. It became the the party of the neocons, which again was antithetical. It became the party of Wall Street. Uh, uh, President Biden has surrounded himself with Wall Street. 
And, and you know, and a, the party that had forgotten its roots in the middle class of our country and started regarding uh, people, you know, the cops, the firefighters, the uh, union members, the people who were the bedrock of the, of the Democratic Party as deplorables. And then last spring, a pollster who runs one of the biggest polling houses in, in North America asked to see me, and he sat down with me and showed me the polling results that, that showed up. A, uh, you know, a, a very clear path that I could have to victory. If you like this video and you want to okay. help me. Well, so anyway, that's it's a little difficult to listen to. I get that. And thank you, everybody, for letting me know that there was dead air going on there. I was I could hear it just fine. So anyway, thanks. Thanks so much for that. And, and good morning to all of you people. Um, it's, it's hard to listen to because of his throat situation, but whatever. I'm telling you what, the guy is... Whether he's going to go anywhere or not, I don't know. And I got some issues we're going to talk about that I think is ridiculous with this guy. But he's, I think, 100% spot on to try to get some of these Democrats out there that are not crazy. I know, I know there are, there are some out there that are not so woke and gone so stupid. And he's trying to say, hey, look. We used to be the party of the the middle class. Now we're the party of the elites. We used to not like war. Democrats didn't like war. Now we're the party of the, the neocons. We we love war. Why is that? We used to be the party that was kind of against corporate America and Wall Street. Now we're all in bed with them. It's like it's all switched. And he's trying to bring that thing back. And uh, this pollster convinced him that there's a... And I'm telling you what I think it is. I think... It's just like when Trump tapped into the frustration and anger in many Americans. He tapped into it and won bigly. And I think this guy could do the same thing on the Democratic side. Tap into that. Those, those Democrats that are like, man, we're not uh, all into this craziness that, that the left has. The Democrats have gone too far left. Like, <laughs> that's an understatement, right? And he's trying to bring it back to the center, like w what we used to be. And he's in, he's uh, bringing in his uncle, uh, JFK, a lot in his speeches and stuff like that, which is probably smart. But anyway, that's that's probably spot on. However, uh, you start seeing other little things come out with his positions about saying, like, oh, okay, here's here's the other side of Mr. Kennedy Jr. That's the liberal side. He, he also tweeted out this uh, a couple of days ago. The unfortunate SCOTUS ruling striking down President Biden's student loan forgiveness program was the predictable result of Biden's failure to bring Congress together on this issue of crucial importance to young Americans. So he is he's for forgiving all the debt of all these students that got into debt for college loans. Aha! See, there's like that's that liberal leftist mindset that's going to be there. Now, he says a lot of the right things, like what I mentioned before, and he's, he's doing a lot of the right things, which are very likable. I saw him post a video yesterday. He was some, some um, Hispanic uh, hotel workers were protesting in an L.A. or somewhere, and they were, he was talking. He was there with them and explaining their cause and, giving him a voice and he's, he does some pretty right on things. goes down to the border. He, anyway, but then he, you see this kind of stuff too, that comes out, which is a typical democratic type of thing, you know? So anyway, I just thought it was kind of interesting. See, we'll see where it's going to go. I think, I think people on the left Democrats are, uh, I think they're going to resonate with this guy. I think if there's any common sense Democrats left, and I think there are a few, you know, I think there's a few. There's some of the Fred Burks of the world out there that's still sane, still got a good sense of humor. And I saw Fred here not long ago out at uh, at Fred Harlan's at the car show. I was talking to him, oh, Mr. Burks. I said, hey, we got to get you on the radio, man. Anyway, it's good stuff. There's a few Democrats out that I really like. I really do. Okay, what time is it? We haven't even played any commercials here. It is 8.30. i got to talk to the good senator coming up in just a second. So we're going to do this. Pay some bills. Take a quick break. We'll come back with more of the Brewers Briefing. Don't touch your dial. But my life is good. 
really good. I'm so I just can't hide it. I'm so excited. I'm telling you right now. I, I'm also so excited because my wife is having a birthday today. Yes. I won't tell you how old she is. She looks extremely young. I mean, she's like a hottie patati. Anyway, Julie, happy birthday to you. We brought in the best, the classic, the one and only Mrs. Miller. Everybody, please sing along to my beautiful wife, would you please? Okay, here we go. Happy birthday, babe. I hope it's fantastic. And, um, yeah, anyway, love you. Okay. Well, thanks for singing along, people, by the way. That was very sweet of you. You guys sound great out there. Fantastic. Mrs. Miller always just nails it, <clears throat> don't you think? I think so, too. Okay. What were we going to talk about? I have, <clears throat> I got news. I got stuff. I got, oh, my gosh, stuff. News. Mark Levin. How many of you know Mark Levin? Raise your hand. Okay, that's everybody. Mark Levin, conservative talk show guy. He's got a show on um, John Powell on uh, Fox. But John Powell's calling in. Let's see what John's got to say. Good morning, John. How are you, sir? Hello. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for asking. How about yourself? Good. Hey, you playing that reminded me. I, I yesterday was my beautiful wife's birthday. Oh. And can you? You have a song for her belated birthday. Oh, man, you should have called in yesterday. That's pretty bad. I was, well, I was in meetings since 8 o'clock yesterday morning, so I could not. Well, I don't know what kind of meetings it were, but they, so, they should not be taking precedence over listening to the program. I don't know what you're thinking there, pal. I know, I know, I know. I need to get my priorities straight. You do. You really, really do. Will you forgive me, sir? I I forgive you. You are absolved from this moment forward. Don't ever do it again. Uh, Thank you very much. I have a great song for your beloved wife, Christy. Yes. And I'm I'm ready to play it. Ronnie Millsap is also here today, and I've asked him to sing for you, for your wife. You there? Hello? John? Hello? Okay. Well, normally... We tend to say goodbye when we're done with the conversation, but you can just hang up if you want to. Ronnie, hit it for Christy, please. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Excellent job and happy belated birthday, Christy. I'm sorry for your husband. Okay. We were talking about Mark Levin. He's written a new book. He's written several books, but Target says they're not going to stock his book because it could offend some people that like to shop at Target, I guess. It's called The Democrat Party Hates America, is what the name of the book is. All right, Fayroy's calling in. Everybody stand by. Good morning, Fayroy. Hey, good morning. How in the world are you, partner? Good. You're uh, playing birthday songs, sir. And you know my new wife, said, oh, God, it's her birthday today, and I'd like for you to play the Beatles for her. Oh, what, what new wife? Now, we haven't even heard about this new wife. What What's that all about? Well, Mary Warner is a... Mary Warner? You got, you got a new wife. Mary Warner. Okay, gotcha. And and how long y'all been married now? About six weeks. Six weeks. Well, how's that going mm-hmm. for you? She make you feel good? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I want you to play the Beatles. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Three birthday songs in a row? It's unbelievable. Well, it's good when you get a chance, then. Well, if I don't do it now, I'm probably never going to get her done. You going to dance around the room if I do it? You and you and Mary? Oh, yeah, yeah. You generally have to pull a muscle or something when you play that song. Well, <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> All right. All right. See what we can do. Okay, baby. All right, Fayroy. Bye-bye. Get the Beatles rounded up. I am trying to talk about serious things here. We have news. We have the world coming to an end. You people are more interested in birthday songs. Oh, my gosh. Beatles, hit it. Okay. Thank you very much. That's all the birthday songs today. 
We got Senator Mullen calling in in two minutes. Anyway, I was going to tell you about, so I told you about that. What else we got? Ben and Jerry's is uh, a completely liberal bunch of leftist whacks. And I don't even know what they've done, but they've lost two and a half billion dollars over uh, people deciding now to boycott Ben and Jerry's because of their stupid leftist opinions. So they've pulled a Bud Light moment. We got a new story here. Remember Bill de Blasio, that name ring a bell. Remember he used to be the mayor of uh, New York city. It's weird. He's such a smarmy kind of a guy. It's totally smarmy. And it says here in a Fox news headline, he'll be seeing women besides his wife, but no divorces planned. God, these people are sickos. What's wrong with these people? You wonder why, and I'm not, okay, look, I'm not holding myself up as sinless, okay? But you wonder why the, what's the family, the bedrock of our country being rotted away like a rotten tooth. And it's uh, because crap like these leaders, these political people, leaders, marriage, like, yeah, I'm going to see some other women. I'm not going to get a divorce from my wife. We're going to do a separate kind of a deal. It's going to be sex Human in the chimeras city. living among us. It's only science what? fiction. What, 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 what? What? Where did that come from? I didn't even touch that thing. I was down there. Anyway, so weird. Ugh, seriously, I was going to give you that story too about human chimeras. That such a weird story. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. Another Fox story, opening the door for human chimeras. It's where they are experimenting with animals and humans combined. The Chinese have done some kind of an embryo with a monkey and a human, and they kept it alive for like 20 weeks, some weird, stupid, whatever's going on. I don't know. God only knows what's happening. And the Endless Frontiers Act, a comprehensive bill sponsored by the one and only Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, passed the Senate last Friday, leading some critics to point to a little-noticed move that could open the Pandora's box of unknown bioengineering with the help of your tax dollars. Okay, putting animals and humans together and trying to grow them in the lab. Chimera research. I guess that's what, that's what I don't even know anything about all that stuff. Oh, God, help us. So weird, man. Why? Why do these people want to spend and waste time and, and dollars doing it? Can't you just go out there and solve, cure some diseases? Something make us thin and healthy. Can you do, can you do that? Can you work on that? Okay, work on something that makes us thin and healthy. <laughs> we don't need half pigs and half humans running around. We don't need that. Come on, it's unbelievable. All right, what time is it? The senator is late. It's eight forty-one. It's probably talking to the president or voting or giving a speech on the floor or some something like that going to have to scold him a little bit he's holding up the show anyway what else we got we got something on the windy chevy text line what do you people are saying let me see you got something something coming in here what time is that rain going to get to us here in okmulgee <laughs> man you people are getting real kicky right, let me see let's see what time is that 750 that was that was a long time ago let me update the radar the old next rad okay right now let me zoom in. Okay, Okmulgee is getting a little bit of rain in the northeast, north, excuse me, northwest part of the county. There's a little bit of rain moving to the northwest part of the county. It's in Bristow. Bristow's getting hammered right now. Okay. It's it's, it's going to be there in, I would say, 12.26 minutes where you are. Okay. I don't know. It's going to be, it's coming. It's getting closer, okay? It's just a little bit, and then the big stuff's coming a little bit later on, probably about an hour, okay? Golly, glad I could help. Good night. All right, what else have we got? We got people, I got stuff coming in. I don't even know what. Is your phone button on? Don't want to miss the Mullen call. <laughs> oh, you know, maybe it's not. Let me see if he called. Maybe maybe, it, maybe I missed a call. No, no missed calls. This better be today. I better go check my email and see if it's, if I know it, it was a text. Hang on. I could have swore we had this set up for today. Let me just double check. Let me check with the press person. Let me see. 815. Let's go back. 
Let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 8.45. I've got an 8.15. It was top of the iPad. Okay. Um, 8. When was this text sent? I got a... That was a that was a long time ago. Let me check my <laughs> coming. Okay, I'm having a meltdown here. I'm trying to see. I think it must have been in an email instead of a text. Let's go to uh, Mullen. Okay, interview with Senator Mullen. Okay, let me see right here. What does this say? What does this say? Confirmed. Um, let's see. Hello, Brooks. Seven uh, seven. Is it eight seven seven? Okay, I've got Senator Mullen, Friday, 7, 7, 8, 40 a.m. Central Time. I confirmed with topics. I did not hear back, but I did confirm uh, the same day with the topics we wanted to talk about. He's probably traveling, probably doesn't have signal. That's what the typical excuse is. He's off and the guy only knows where and the phone's not working and uh, there's, there's probably that. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let me just text her and see. Let me see. I just call this person here. Uh, let's see. Uh, interview today? Question mark. We're standing by. We're all on the edge of our seats, waiting, waiting, and waiting for the good center. In the meantime, what else is happening? News? I got other crazy, stupid stories out here, and I've saved. For you people. Um, Lord have mercy. I didn't even read this story because it's so gross. I didn't even want to know the details. Some women could face life in prison. Charged with killing unborn child by ripping it from a mother's womb. Two white women. Big old fat, ugly white women. It's a Fox News story. I didn't even want to know that he. I don't. I, 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 it's so over the top. Like I don't even want to know. You know, it's just like God help. So so satanic. So satanic. Another story: an armed worker stopped likely mass shooter in his tracks, but got little attention. Experts say. I think this was in Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. It's indisputable that an armed civilian stopped an active shooter last week. You certainly almost heard nothing about it. Why? Because Las Vegas police have gone out of their way to downplay it while the media have shown basically zero interest. Oh, see, he doesn't follow the narrative. People like you and I, average Joe out there with a gun saving the day. Well, hell, nobody cares about that. We just want to hear when somebody gets away with it and shoots everybody up. That's the news. That's right there. That's what we want to put out there. We don't want to put it when somebody saves the day. Oh, my God. Tell you what. The news media are the enemy of the people. That does not include us. We are the friends of the American people. Absolutely. And you know that. But the lamestream media. Hmm. Enemies, absolute enemies of the people. They just won't, they won't ask the right questions. They won't report the right news. So disgusting. Unbelievable. Well, I've got no word from, uh, from anybody here. <laughs> Let me see if I've got his number in my old phone here. Let me see. What's his name? Uh, Mullen. Let me look up Mullen. Senator Mark William. I got two numbers here. Let me go by. I'm going to go to the Senator one. Uh, I think this is it. Should we just call him? You think that when we get in trouble, <laughs> you know what? If he answers, then we'll be good. And if he doesn't answer, he's too busy. You got something else going. Let's just call him up. See what's happening. Cause we, you know, we're important too. Let's see what we got here. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by. We're calling the Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. Let's see what's happening. We're seven minutes past, uh, go time here. Let's see what we got. Hey, Senator Mullen, Brooks Brewer, how are you today? Good. I'm glad you called me because I forgot to call you. You're live on the radio right now. <laughs> what do you Good. mean you forgot to I, call I me? My entire audience is I, on the edge of their seats. We've been waiting and brother, hoping and I'm, I'm salivating. Not, I forgot. Do you, want to, do you want to know what I'm doing? I do. I, you better be a damn good excuse, too. 
It, it is. My son that goes to Oklahoma State, his uh, truck broke down because it's got 187 thousand miles on it. I bought it when he was when he was 16, and uh, he goes to he's wrestling up there. So his truck broke down. I picked up last night, and I said, you know what? Uh, Z66 auto auction is going on uh, tomorrow morning. I said, let's get down there early and start looking at vehicles. And so I picked him up, and we're doing. We're walking through the lot, looking for unbelievable. Did your press secretary not text you and remind you? Oh my my gosh! Unbelievable! (laughs) Unbelievable! Okay. As soon as I saw the number, I was like, "Oh my lord, I forgot to call Brooks." (laughs) That hurts me so bad. It cuts me so deep, Senator. But you know, because it's your son, we're gonna we're gonna give you a pass. Okay. Buy him a reasonable, buy him a good truck. You got money, man. Get him something good, would you? Well, I, you know what? I told him if he got, um, if he got a school paid for through wrestling, which he did. Um, I mean, Oklahoma gave him, gave him, uh, I mean, it's paying for a school. And um, I said, I will get you a very good truck to drive. And so I'm going to, we're down here looking. If I can't find him the good one here, I mean, they have good trucks here at Z66 and, I bought I actually bought a lot of vehicles down here, and I was like, if I can't get you a real good one here, we'll go, we'll go see. I'm well, not if not, you're going to Harlan but, Ford there in Oklahoma. You're going to get him a good pickup, okay? Because they they know how to get you taken I, care. I'll, of. I will. I, Fred's a good guy. <laughs> yes, he is. Of course, he is. And he's an OSU guy. So come on. See, there you go. It all ties together. Well, okay. <laughs> Can we talk about a couple of things while we got you on the horn? Yeah. All right, a couple of things. Yeah, I'm, and once again, I'm. I'm glad you called me because I feel like the horse is back right now. Well, I know, and you should. But anyway, our our listeners are are kind people. They're going to be nice to you, I think. Hey, let me ask you this question. We had some reports uh, this week of a possible nuclear threat in Ukraine. It was possibly for a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, blowing up that nuclear facility. Ukraine's saying it's Russia. Russia says it's Ukraine. It, It sounds like this... This threat is escalating of, of nuclear conflagration over there, a dirty bomb. I mean, I mean you're on the inside. What, what are you hearing about all this stuff? Well, I, uh, I've actually got to go back to D.C. Sunday. Um, and uh, Sunday evening, I've got to get, I, I got to get an intel report on it. But here's what, here's what, I, what I can tell you. Um, Putin is in a corner, and uh, he can't afford to lose, and he's losing ground right now uh, with this a spring offense or summer offense that uh, Zelensky has pushed forward. Um, he's been distracted uh, by the Wagner Group, and uh, you know the, uh, his his buddy had been doing his dirty work with the Wagner Group for quite some time. Uh, obviously, it escalated and has caused a serious conflict between. Uh, the, his military leaders and, and Putin themselves uh, because they thought that uh, they should have crushed um, uh, Wagner and the group uh, for what they did. But they, you know, he, he can't because, as I said, the Wagner group has been doing Putin's dirty work for quite some time. And, and keep in mind, the Wagner group is in charge of uh, all the shipping lanes to allow them to get around uh, sanctions. So he has to have them. So it's caused a lot of tension. With all, all that being said, Putin is in a, in a situation where he has to escalate the fight. And the, the biggest way to escalate the fight is to put fear because he lives, that's what a dictator does. He puts the fear of, uh, of, uh, of God essentially on people. And so he's, he's going nuclear. That's, you know, he, truly the term that we use going nuclear he's actually going nuclear now he's going to blow up his uh, own plant he controls the plant why would he blow it no, up he, no he, he well he he, he 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 isn't going to but that's what he's saying because if they blow if he blows it up one it doesn't just kill the power to ukraine ukraine provides power to some of the surrounding countries too sure it's the largest one in europe helping. from what i understand right and it seems to be helping them at the same time if he were to blow it up um, then it would cause a nuclear field around there too, and basically lay lay the the land around there useless. And so, uh, but China and President Xi surprisingly came out, which I'm not a fan. Don't think I am a, a fan at all. But said that this can't happen, and told Putin that this can't happen, that you can't do this. This is this is going too far. 
which is really interesting because China is the only reason why uh, Russia's economy hasn't sank because China is sucking up all their uh, their natural gas and their petroleum products because they're getting at such a cheap rate mm-hmm. and they're stockpiling it all. And uh, and so uh, why President Biden has been you know absent on the world stage, it's allowed President Xi, unfortunately to try to come across as a strong world leader, and he's made a very strong stance on it. So my point on that is, is I don't think Putin can go, but he is rattling the sabers because he doesn't have anything else to do. But he's been rattling the sabers about nuclear for some time. Well, this would benefit Ukraine, too. I mean, you could see where they would blow it up and get the whole world on their side and go— No, no, Ukraine Ukraine can't because it would wreck their economy. If you. Can't recover from it. You, if you wreck <laughs> this nuclear power plant, you can't you can't recover from it, and you won't recover from it in thirty years. So you're not you're not talking about you're, you're you're not talking about them being able to do this at all. It would destroy their country for decades. For decades, they wouldn't be able to pull themselves out. Remember, they have already lost their generation of uh, the, their dam generator, were uh, for hydropower when they lost the dam. Uh, they they lose their nuclear plant. A nuclear plant will take 20 years to stand back up if you try to build it. Not to mention you can't because the reactor and there's no telling how big that field of uh, of uh, of uh, of a uh, radioactivity uh, will take place and how much of that mm-hmm. how much of the, the the area will be destroyed will take out farmland take out production take out housing so you don't think it'll it happen it, it it's just saber water. rattling it's just talk it's just yes. going to get everybody scared i think it's i think it's just it's just talk and if it does it's because um it's because Putin has just become hitler and he's willing to end his life right now <laughs> because he he's suicidal at that point Okay, um, let's switch gears to the southern border. I mean, this, again, this is—is is there anything happening? Anything going to happen? Like this is such. We we I saw a graph this week of how many terrorists have come in on on the southwest side of the country, and it's it's I don't know a hundredfold from what it used to be in the twenties or you know twenty twenty and stuff like that. It's from from like two or three to two hundred or something like that, and it's a it's a giant number. Anything going to happen down there? Are we just going to continue to talk about it forever? Do you know? You know, it's not nothing's going to change uh, with the current administ- administration. They, they have zero uh, interest in even addressing the southern border. If you talk to any one of their appointed political appointed uh, uh, individuals that's over the the border or their czar being, you know, uh, Kamala Harris, they <laughs> they say the border is they say the border is 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 uh, is secure. And it's as secure as it ever has been. They point at the way the numbers are dropping. Of course, they talk that they talk about the numbers dropping off their high point. Uh, they don't talk about uh, the numbers of actually how much they're still up. They never talk about the um, uh, about the terrorists. And you're going to see the terrorist list go down uh, of how we apprehend these individuals because since we ended Title 41, we don't have a way to actually hold males traveling by themselves anymore which is where we found almost mm. every single one of the uh, of those that were on the terrorist watch list now keep in mind and I, I've said this before in your show and I'll say it again title 41 uh, or 42 was it 42 I think it's 42 mixed up 42 yeah. yeah title 42 title 42 what it allowed us to do was to hold individuals for thir- for 36 hours over I'm not sorry for three days. And uh, we were able to do, um, we were able to do biometrics on them because they never told us who they were, obviously. And it, it only applied to males traveling alone and uh, um, and uh, and in certain sectors of the of the border. Hmm. And when we were able to apprehend them, we were able to do biometrics on them, and that's how we found them. And so now what it does is they get they, they're under a catcher and release. Essentially, when you catch the individuals, you give them a court date for six years, seven years, eight years down the road, and then they go on and well, we don't have any way to do that. That can't be for those anymore. that are on the known terrorist list. We're, we're, we're not surely letting well, people that we know are on we, a known terrorist know. list back okay. into the country. Let me let me go back. We don't know who they are because they're not giving us their name. They're on the terrorist watch list. They're, they've got forged papers. If they have papers at all. The biometrics allowed us to pick up who they really were. That's why we were well, able to keep them for three days. Well, there's some stat that says do. we're catching a lot more now, or, or we're, we're, we're confronting a lot more than we were then, so we, we somehow have to know something about What we're doing now, 
what we're doing now is we're tracking them. We're, we're trying to keep track of them before they even get to Mexico. These guys aren't from Mexico. Right, that's on the terrorist right, watch list. Right, right. These guys are from all over the Middle sure, East and yeah. some in, in, in Central uh, and or some from South America. Um, and so they're coming to Mexico. What we've done is yeah. is the, the, the CIA and our IC intelligence community has done a better job on tracking them because we started shifting when we knew Title 42 was going to go away. We started shifting and trying to track these individuals better, which means it's costing us a tremendous amount of resources. And we are following them through the southern border, and we're able to apprehend them at that point. But that's going to quickly lose because we're going to we're going to lose track of. We can't keep track of all of them. when our borders just open. They just they yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's a joke. Hey, quick question, real quick. Uh, for last couple of minutes, somebody asked me to ask you if anything bad is going to be happening to Social Security. Is Anything, any news about that? Or is that all secure? No, it's not every political cycle you get into. The Democrats scream that the Republicans are trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater and Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid. That's not that's the farthest thing from the truth. There was nothing in the bill that passed for the uh, for the the, the debt debt limit increase. There was nothing in it about it. There's nothing said about it. There's it, it, it's not even a conversation. There's okay. no legislation being passed. But I'm going to tell you, at some point, we are going to have to address it. We're going to have to address Social Security to get it back to the basics of what it was intended for. Right now, we put a lot of people on disability and Social Security disability that has never paid into Social Security. Mm-hmm. And, and there needs to be different programs for them because that's bankrupting Social Security for individuals that worked until they were 65. Mm-hmm. Um, or they worked all their life and then get in, then got injured in their, in, you know, in their forties or in their fifties and had to get, and had to truly get social security disability, but they paid into it for 20 years right, or right. 30 years. Yeah. That's, that's what's um, supposed to fund and, the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. And so that, that is, that is, um, that we got to separate the two, the people that didn't pay into it and the people that have paid into it. And so we have to look at a way we handle this because the social security disability has grown dramatically. Because, you know, if you have back pain in your 20s or you have anxiety or whatever this is, you can get Social Security disability mm. and it's draining the system. And it's the largest. We're getting more people entering in on Social Security through disability than we actually are in retirement age. No kidding. Wow. That's that's a problem, Senator. We need to get that fixed. Yes. You need to get it fixed uh, like next week, if you don't mind. Okay. Yes, you I'm get all on over that. this. Get I'm on that. I can't remember to call into your show. <laughs> so good luck at that. <laughs> I, I now I really know where I rank in your life. That's okay. <laughs> well, listen, it's God, family. And everybody else, that's my priorities. And so today you're everybody else, but I really did have you on my schedule to call. <laughs> I know you did. I, I, you guys have a great weekend. It's good to talk to you again, Senator. Appreciate all you're doing. And uh, get him right, a bro. good truck that won't break down, okay? It's time. I, I, I will do it. All right. <laughs> all right. You take care. Thanks, right. Senator. Appreciate you. Right. Bye-bye. It's time for Tradio. That's Senator Mullen right there. Thanks for tuning in to the briefing today. We're going to get this out there on the podcast world and on the website. Listen to thebrew.com. But... We got better and bigger, better things going on. It's trading. We're buying, trading, selling, giving stuff away with Tricia. It starts now. Bye-bye.